Hey you, welcome to No Revisions Podcast. It's Katie from Blink Social. And Caitlin, and we are so excited you're here to chit chat with us about all things design industry and the impact it makes on just about everyone and their mother. Careers have never been so creative since the big bang of social media, and girl, do we have lots to say. Let's discuss grueling and intricate topics like design trends, brand messaging, and dun-dun-dun, social media algorithms. Okay, okay, it's not that serious. We just wanted a dramatic hook. After all, there's no such thing as a design emergency. So let us fill your work from home silence. Or any type of silence if you're an iPad baby and constantly need some form of media to keep your thoughts of existential dread from spiraling, not speaking from experience or anything. And we look forward to you tuning in every Friday. Enjoy Enjoy the show. Hey. How y'all do it? <laughs> we got a minute, girl. Yeah, August really was... It's eating the girls up. Putting me through it. <laughs> and we're going to talk about all of it today. Yes. Update you guys where we've been, what's been going on. We're excited to update you guys. Yeah. We never said it would be every Friday. We just yeah. said Fridays. Yeah. Or Thursdays so. or whenever we... Whenever we want to post, so. Y'all have no reason to be mad. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll start with a little life update because we're kind of going through something similar right now. Mm -hmm. We're both moving. Yes. And moving in the summertime in Atlanta Mm -mm. is something I don't wish upon anybody. The heat, the... The availability. Yeah. The people snatch it because Atlanta is the space for... All the creative people, especially in our, like, realm of work, everybody wants to be in Atlanta. All the creators want to be in Atlanta. So it's even harder to get places to live because you experience firsthand. They, yeah. They're here and then they're not. <laughs> I applied to, in in the process of applying to, like, two, three different units, they got taken as I was Which is applying. why. And I toured probably... Six, seven, eight different places, but mm. we both found our places and we're Yay. both moving next week. Yes, yeah, so it's finally over. We can finally have a new chapter, have a new beginning. It's just the actual moving part, which, oh, labor. <laughs> labor. And there Where, is stuff that I like mm. brought from my last apartment that mm-hmm. I. I was like, shoot, I'm, of course I'm going to use this. Of course. <laughs> and then you're like, what is this? <laughs> and I'm, I threw it out yesterday. So, yeah. 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 I also, whenever I'm like pulling out all the all of my possessions, I'm like, why did I ever buy this? I just want to throw everything away because it's so easy to get overwhelmed by stuff. I'm really big on like, no, I'm just throwing away everything. <laughs> yeah. Me and my roommate and bestie Grace, we... Pretty much every drawer that we have is a junk drawer. So we went that. through <laughs> all of them yesterday, and it felt good. Yeah. We wiped out the, the drawers, the cabinets, because we're getting that security deposit back. Yes. Better. And they better not play either. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is the thing about Atlanta. They love to play with yeah, the security Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> the security deposit. Yeah, oh. but I am so excited for my new office space to curate it mm-hmm. in. A new way, this current office space that I have in my apartment, my desk space, has served me very well within the past three years. The amount, every time. Yeah, <laughs> the amount of hours I've spent sitting in this exact spot and just listening to my podcasts and my YouTube videos while I work and the amount of discovery calls I've had. Oh, yeah. But I will say, 
I have a squeaky desk that I built three years ago very badly. Should we squeak it? (laughs) Iconic squeak. Yeah. So every time I type, I hear that. I hear that jingle. And I am so ready to get rid of this desk. And the next desk that I get, I'm going to build it correctly. Because I did not build this one correctly. And that's why every time I type, every time I move my mouse... It's jiggling. It's no sudden movements with this girl. No, no. <laughs> it's crazy because whenever you try to put something together really fast, you're like, wow, I did that. And then like throughout, you're like, maybe I didn't do no. that. <laughs> yeah, I think that I didn't, when I built it, I didn't have a real screwdriver. I just mm. had the the little tool wrench, they give you. The little, the little tool. That thing is whack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why they don't just give you a mini screwdriver if they're going to give you that, like... It's okay though. Just girly things. We don't have Just proper tools. Things, yeah. <laughs> now I do have a toolbox now. Mm-hmm. And I have one in my Amazon cart. It's all pink. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to be caught slipping with no new furniture. <laughs> I'm going to have proper tools. Yes. Yeah, so I'm moving too. And I am very excited to set up my new workspace as well. It's going to be super small. She's giving studio apartment vibes, but she's still a one, re- a one bedroom. The unit still a one bedroom. Um, so I was just saying how I wanted to maybe make the quote dining space more of my workspace and have um, desk area kind of similar to what I had set up now where I'm living but of course more more spacious and um, yeah we were talking about how I'm excited to, to start the new chapter of living alone and just making sure I can really have my creativity flow how I want it to flow with no one else. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so cool that every single thing in there mm-hmm. is going to be what you buy or what you mm-hmm. choose to put in there. That's so fun. Caitlin curation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that too. And I was also saying how this is also kind of marking the new beginning of my official beginning as a freelancer professionally. I am working on like the professional businessy things, mm-hmm. getting my LLC, that kind of stuff, yes. to officially launch my studio. So that's exciting to think about too. Yes. Do you want to say the studio name? Or do I you- actually picked another one than <gasps> what we talked about. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep okay, it. Keep it keep Y'all look. Go follow the long name. <laughs> go follow the long name page and watch the transition. Yes. Um, but ex- look, everyone says exciting things coming. Exciting big things, <laughs> big things on the way. Big things on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Very much big things on the way. <laughs> well, through all this, even though now it's less stressful, yes, and it's more exciting. I have been so stressed. I have been so <laughs> stress is an understatement. Overwhelmed okay. and. It's kind of like you think when you have the freedom of freelance and setting your own hours, you're like, oh, like this is I, great. It's great. I can take, I can, you know, take all this time. Mm-hmm. But there's this, there's a sense of guilt that comes oh, from yeah. it for me, where even though I have this freedom to take days off, mm-hmm. I feel like I have no days off mm-hmm. because every single dollar that I make through Blank, I'm working for it oh yeah and the output of your profit yeah it's like directly yeah (laughs) directly correlated with how much work i put in Mm -hmm. so i know that the more days i take off Mm -hmm. the uh, less money you make (laughs) and when you're moving and you have a security deposit and you have oh my god moving fees all this renters insurance like 
The yeah. list is ridiculous. It's <laughs> it's hard to like balance both of it, like mm-hmm. balancing all the life adult stuff mm-hmm. with the work adult stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that comes down to I'm still operating in the way of saying too much, saying yes to too much. Yeah. Uh, I just, feel like we're all guilty of that, too. Yeah. Just for, like, the possibility or the potential of growth. So saying yes to things that aren't, that I'm not sending invoices out for, mm-hmm. things that I'm doing favors for, mm-hmm. following, up, following up with things that I had said that I would do when I was less stressed, right. less, less overwhelmed. Um, and it's kind of a hard pill to swallow that in times where I'm very, very stressed and stressed out and overworked, overwhelmed, I have to say no to things that aren't directly growing the business monetarily. Yeah, monetarily. Right. And I feel like that also is even bigger of an issue. I'm not going to call myself a people pleaser, but I definitely have my (laughs) moments where I want to, you know, try to help everyone in the best way that I can. But helping people isn't always good for you. I said it. (laughs) I said it. Helping people is not always good for you. And you can't pour from an empty cup. So you have to make sure that you are doing things that are going to actually fuel yourself and your business during times that are like this, where, you know, everything's, everything's up in the air. (laughs) Yeah. The empty cup thing. I have just been saying that a lot and thinking that a lot because Mm -hmm. I feel like in so many different aspects of my life, I am giving so much energy to people and other things. So like obviously with Blink, I run everything. Mm -hmm. And so I'm putting all of my creative energy out for clients, which I love. Mm -hmm. But there's so many people with businesses that are their babies, like relying on me. Right. Same with I coach spin Mm -hmm. cycling. And so I'm motivating people to work out, to, you know, push themselves when I don't even feel like I'm necessarily in the place where I'm the most fit that I have been. Right. Um, And I love my friends, I love my family, but I feel like even then sometimes I feel like I'm still giving so much and I'm not able Mm -hmm. to refill refill and take time for myself Mm -hmm. because I'm very lucky that all of those things that I like give energy to bring me a lot of joy Mm -hmm. and make me love my life so much, but it can only go on for so long until I just have a mental breakdown about it, which I have been these past few weeks, like crying to my mom. Yes. Crying to sleep. (laughs) Just like, what is going on? Sending crying selfies on Snapchat. Yes. Yes. And it's even worse too, because of like our generation and just like being being open like about our age and like we've never done this before (laughs) and I'm like I'm not ashamed to say that we're you know young we're the newer generation we have never had to well of course we've moved before and lived places before but we've never had to kind of balance your business with your personal life and taxes and all these things that you have to do that nobody really tells you like hey you have to do all you're gonna have to do all this at once Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to keep living life and keep making moves like no matter what's going on Mm -hmm. so that's very much real life struggles (laughs) yeah i was talking to my group chat my girlies Mm -hmm. about this the other day talking about i think the reason why i say yes to so much and i do so many quote-unquote favors for people and stuff is because i want 
blink to last as long as I can. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to turn it into something bigger and continue to grow. So I like to see everything, even if it's not paid, Mm -hmm. as an opportunity in some way Mm -hmm. to connect with people, to learn something new, to meet somebody that I need to meet, something like that. Yeah, but that's very valid too. Yeah, but I feel like saying yes to everything all the time isn't necessarily the best thing for Blink because it's going to burn me out. Right. And and that will definitely contribute to a shorter lifespan of mm-hmm. the company if you feel prematurely tired. <laughs> yes. And just some of the advice from my friends and just saying the best way to keep Blink going long term is to take care of my work-life balance for sure and take care of myself first and not always say yes to things so Mm -hmm. that i have the capacity to say yes to things that i really want to do in the future um sometimes it's okay to just feel like you got to do what you got to do to pay the bills and that's Mm -hmm. it and not help people out extra Mm -hmm. um and sometimes (laughs) like you just i don't know it's i don't know yeah, and it's. I feel like that's even more important for you know you especially and people running their own studios, because, their own studios because you are you know you have teammates and you have your you know Blink people that are on the Blink team, but you're a one woman a one woman show for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're the boss. You run this. <laughs> you have to take extra care of yourself because. You're the brains behind the business. Mm-hmm. So that kind of leads us to brainstorming different ways to say no or what to say no to mm-hmm. when you feel like you're stressed, you're overwhelmed with work. Yeah. Or work and life. So you're overwhelmed with both. What kind of projects do you usually say no to or put boundaries up for? So, you know, my first thing, I had to learn this a lot. Just saying no to something that you don't want to do because you just don't want to do it. (laughs) You're not interested in it. You don't think that you'll, you know, you don't know what you'll learn from us, from a project or a situation until you're in it. But something that you just don't, you're not excited about off rip. Mm -hmm. Like if you just, you just don't want to do it. You feel like you don't have time. You feel like you're not interested. That's okay to just not want to do something because Mm -hmm. you don't want to do it. You don't have to have a reason to not want to do something yeah so definitely just projects that you flat out don't want to do at all Mm -hmm. and I feel like if you're kind of worried about oh I don't want to say no to something because the potential of Mm -hmm. money or whatever like so if there was say it's like a web project that you say no to and you estimate it's going to take you 10 hours of time Mm -hmm. like put that 10 hours into your portfolio Mm. put it into your website put it into making social content to attract the type of projects right that you want to do yeah so kind of making up for the no with your own yes so like okay i'm gonna turn down this project but I'm going to use this time that I would have been spending on this to actually do something that I think will fuel my business or fuel myself or that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I, That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like another project to say no to is any project on a new platform or a program. Mm-hmm. If you honestly think to yourself, I am not good mm-hmm. at this program. I am not efficient with this program. I don't know how to use this program. <laughs> Save it for when you feel like you are excited (laughs) to learn about it. I one time did, I wanted to learn how to do Webflow. Mm -hmm. And I sent out in my email list like a beta launch for Webflow, Mm -hmm. whatever, like 50% off website. It 
was way too little oh. pay for whatever. Yeah. And I started doing the project. I had to terminate the project because oh. I just took on more than I could. Yeah. And it was out of a mindset of, like, scarcity. Like, oh, I need money. Like, mm-hmm. why did I offer a new program that I never <laughs> right. used before? Like, right. I should have done, okay, 50% off Squarespace right. or uh, Wix or something that I feel, You're like, more comfortable in. Yeah. in. Yeah. That's wild. I have a story like that, too. I It's kind of similar where I was like, okay, I need to bring in some new clients. I need some money now. Like, I, I need this. And I would just be saying anything. And I feel like the fact that me and you have stories like that, it's kind of like just because someone offering to fix your car for money mm-hmm. <laughs> when they don't actually know how to fix Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to actually fix cars. So it's like you have to really be honest with yourself and be like, okay. Am I, why am I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> like, really have that conversation with yourself and reel it in and don't pressure yourself. Because another, another thing that I'm learning is money comes and goes. Like, yeah, all always. this, say say you had 10000 in savings and now you're about to spend all this 10000 that you worked so hard to save up in moving costs, for example, since mm-hmm. we're talking about that. Like, you save your money to spend it. So if you're, don't get me wrong, like, if you... You gotta be late on rent. Like, yeah, you need to make your rent money. Yeah. <laughs> you need to make your rent money, but you have to. You can't stress yourself out so much about money because it ebbs and flows. It comes and goes. So yeah. you can't just, you know, force projects and stress yourself out. And you also have to account for the fact that you have to teach yourself a new program because, mm-hmm. like, we're out of college and we're out of school. Anything that you want to learn, you're teaching yourself. Yeah. And teaching yourself is not, that shouldn't be done at the same time as taking on a paid project. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. The fact that we did that as well. Yeah. a while. Yeah. Like, we really were like, oh, we got this. <laughs> and then when you realize yeah. it's more work, then, you know, mm-hmm. and then you have the pressure of the client yeah. wanting wanting the work. And you're like, wait, I don't know how to undo. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know how to undo it. And I literally did. just had to be like, I, I was just honest. And mm-hmm. I said, I don't feel comfortable Mm -hmm. providing this project for Mm -hmm. you i would rather refund Mm -hmm. you and i refunded her period i mean as long as i get that refund yeah they're fine they're fine they're honestly like glad that you're honest with them yeah but um, that's really good too and i bet that was that's a lesson that you will will never forget you know (laughs) (laughs) that's good that's good Another project to say no to when you're stressed or overwhelmed already is a pain in the ass client girl. <laughs> that you've worked with before or Oof. you've gotten red flags from. And just think, is the stress worth it? Is the unlimited amount it's of not. revisions worth it? It's not. It's <laughs> it not never is. It. If you are already stressed in so many different aspects of your life, you don't need somebody who disrespects your artistic ability mm-hmm. or doesn't take you serious as a professional mm-hmm. or wants to take advantage of you it's not worth it and the more you put up with those type of clients is the more you think that you should mm-hmm. put up with those clients mm-hmm. and it's like conditioning your brain that you have to deal with this when you don't no no <laughs> which is like kind of you know it may sound condescending or whatever but that's again one of the perks of working with yourself you don't have to deal with stuff that stresses you out and that you know is going to stress you yeah. out you know yeah so let's talk about what you should do or what you should yes. take on when you're stressed or overwhelmed yes so 
one thing you can do is just passion projects. You can do things that you know you're interested in, that you know are going to inspire you to do more work, give you ideas for future clients you can take on when you're ready to get back to it. I love doing those different brief challenges and stuff mm-hmm. on Instagram uh, whenever I don't want to, you know, take the time to come up with a new idea, uh. but I want to um, continue to practice and like cultivate my, you know, design talents and skills. That's the time where you try new, yeah. <laughs> new programs uh-huh. and like try to teach yourself um, all the, you know, new programs that are coming out or, you know, experiment with the different betas and things mm. like all this stuff going on with Adobe now and Canva. It's like they're like feuding. They're like, I'm going to come out with something new. No, yeah. I'm going to come out with something new. That's the time where you do those things for fun and when there's no pressure to mm-hmm. please someone else when you're literally just trying to experiment and learn and teach yourself and and grow. Yeah, I think that it can be good to do passion projects when you're stressed or overwhelmed because it can remind you of the fun mm-hmm. that you ha- get from design and the... Less on the stress. <laughs> yeah, more about the passion, mm-hmm. passion project, yeah. the passion behind it. And you can really kind of reconnect with your creativity in a way that is so low pressure. Right. And I think that when you're doing a passion project, it's more like you are more likely to stay up past working hours mm-hmm. or do it on the weekend or something like think of, thinking of it as a fun, creative project for yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And it's good too, because passion projects are a win-win. Like you get more practice, even if it's, even if the project comes out trash, nobody has to even know that you that you did it yeah you know but if it turns out good it might even be a portfolio piece or it might be something mm-hmm. you can post and it might you know bring on a new client who really saw that passion project and was like whoa she oh, yeah. ate that like mm-hmm. i want her to do something like that for me so whenever i do passion projects it's really exciting because they're just for me yeah and, and like only can... good can come of it like even if it turns out bad you learn something you're like okay this is what we don't do yeah yeah <laughs> I think that kind of goes into, you can also take this time to update your portfolio with projects that you're proud of that you never were able to showcase. So just remembering like the successful projects that you've had Mm -hmm. in the past and adding them to your portfolio can re-spark some creativity, keep Mm -hmm. you excited, and updating your portfolio is going to allow for more potential clients. Mm -hmm. Um, So instead of trying to, you know, put that time towards a new client who's mm-hmm. like a pain in the ass. <laughs> Maybe also following up with previous clients of... The good ones. Yeah, the good <laughs> ones that you wanted to add to your portfolio. So, like, if you did a branding project and you remember in one of your calls that client talked about, oh, I don't really like my website, blah, blah, blah. You go and update your portfolio, reach out to them and be mm-hmm. like, hey, I know you talked about your website. Would you want to get on a call about that? And you already know that you like this, this right. client. They respect you. They value your work. And so that's a way, like money-wise, mm-hmm. to kind of loop back around, right. increase your income right. while also working with somebody who you know is like a safe create space for you yeah and that just proves too that doing those passion projects and taking that time away from real projects is a direct investment in the business still like it might not be something that you're buying for your business per se or you're not bringing in a new client to make money but you're still doing this work that you love and that 
actually like brought more creativity to yourself mm-hmm. and it ended up bringing you money anyway yeah and it's free to invest your time exactly free yeah. investment yeah <laughs> and also too going back to what you were saying about updating your portfolio with things that you're proud of i feel like that also kind of fights something that designers especially struggle with a lot which is imposter syndrome mm-hmm. because if you can go back and look at something that you made you were like wait that's actually really good yeah. like that quiets that voice inside of you that may be you know that may be fueling self-doubt or that that could be something that's stressing you out or overwhelming you like oh my god maybe i'm not that good or Uh maybe you feel like you don't know what to create or that you're not like hitting the nail on the head with your clients because you feel like you know that little voice is telling you that you're not that good Mm -hmm. going back and looking at projects that you really liked or that you really enjoyed um that might you know help combat that feeling that we all struggle with that says that we're not good enough sometimes yeah so good for your mental health good for your business yes (laughs) also i would say to do projects that you know that you can do fast and you can do well Mm -hmm. so i feel like you should be careful about how much you discount your services for sure but making a couple instagram posts tiktoks about Say you know that you can knock out a mini branding package in a day, Mm -hmm. two days, advertise that for the month, and you know that you're confident in whatever you're confident in. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the projects that you should focus on when you're stressed and you're overwhelmed because you don't have to put as much brain power into it and you can free up some time because you know that you'll be able to deliver. Yes, I like to think of those as the the cover girl projects because they're easy breezy effort. Yes, <laughs> easy breezy beautiful. <laughs> I love those too. Yeah, like you said, those are smaller things. So social media posts, maybe even templates, mm-hmm. quick little flyers, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, not the yawn. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes. Even passion projects or making yourself do little tasks for your business can still feel like too much. And when that's the case, you might have to just take a step back, back it up, and do some other things to recharge yourself and re-spark your creativity. Um, and we kind of have some ideas for you guys to on what you can do when it's time for that. Yeah. And these are things that I'm trying to implement as well. It kind of ties into setting boundaries for yourself. Um, and first is obviously say no to things. Mm-hmm. Say close the books. Close the books. <laughs> We're done for a second. <laughs> and you know you can even put on your social medias like out of taking, office, out of the office, <laughs> whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Tell your clients. Take a couple days. I know that when I am moving next week, I'm planning to take some days off. Mm-hmm. And also saying no to social events as well. I think can be hard because mm-hmm. you feel like okay, I'm really overwhelmed with work. Mm-hmm. I should go and dive into all of these social events. I should go to these birthday parties. I it's should, still draining. It's still draining <laughs> either way. It's still draining your energy. So yeah. I think having an open conversation with your friends or family, whoever, and saying, I love you, but I need to say no for a minute. Mm-hmm. I need to not see anybody. I need to go off the grid. Like, yeah. whatever you got to do. And the real people in your life always understand. Yeah. They're like... You can be honest with people and just be like, I'm going to stay in the house mm-hmm. and watch Netflix and stay in the bed. Yeah. And be like, cool, you know, yeah. do you take your time? And going along with that is maybe limiting your social media usage as well. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe logging out of your work accounts, mm-hmm. taking your Gmail off your off your phone, mm-hmm. logging out of your business account, logging mm-hmm. out of your personal account. 
whatever. Um, yeah. I think that even if you take a step back and you set boundaries and you're like, okay, I'm just going to chill, whatever, seeing people out doing their thing, being social, mm-hmm. and then... It can make think, you feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, thinking, you should be doing more. Thinking, like, how are they managing it all? Right. How do they, they run a business and have all these friends and do this, this, and this, and they're, mm-hmm. they don't get burned out. They definitely do. Yeah. They still are... Honestly, probably going through what you're going through as well. It's just hitting, going to be hitting at a different time. Everybody's life goes in different seasons and phases. And they might be on the top of the hill right now, but in a couple months, they'll be burned <laughs> out as well. Yes. And we should all know by now that social media is capped. People, yeah. only, people only post what they want you to see. And also, even like you were saying, like logging out of your business accounts and stuff, sometimes seeing other people on their grind with their business and it'll make you feel bad you're like okay maybe i need to do more maybe mm-hmm. i need to snap out of this when in actuality you should just listen to your body and listen yeah. to your mind and give yourself a break don't worry about whatever it is that you see people doing because i notice people too they also reuse content so they might not be actively working yeah. or on their their grind they're mm-hmm. posting when they were on their grind months ago yeah, yeah. you know and you so can you do that too yeah you can definitely do that too but just like I was saying, just listen to yourself. Know when you need to get off of there. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like people can't help it. Like, we're social media, you're going to compare. Yeah. You, that's just part of the the risk of using social media. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I think also being able to talk to people that get it. So, people that are in whatever space you're in, like having this conversation today with yes. Caitlin. Yes. And listening to podcasts, even if you don't have people in your life, in your immediate circle, watching mm-hmm. YouTube videos, podcasts, blogs, There's somebody that whatever. gets it. There's somebody that's going through the exact same thing uh, yeah. that you are. You just have to find your people that you can relate to. That you that. can riff and you can vent mm-hmm. and you can... That will validate you. Like, yeah. Everybody needs those people, whether they're in your direct circle or not, that can understand what you're going through and that can agree that what you feel is valid and that you just have to, like take time to pour into yourself yeah and i think also communicating that to those people especially if they aren't in the same exact situation as you just communicating that you don't really need a solution necessarily Mm -hmm. you just want to talk about it you want to get it out so that you can like release all of the weight on your shoulders and just cry about it whatever you have to do and just be like I don't need a solution I don't yeah. need you to tell me okay this is what I need to do next I just kind of need you to listen because there's not always like, a solution yeah <laughs> sometimes the solution is the cry yeah yeah <laughs> again just girly things yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think that's always a good idea and I know too when I'm creating if I feel like I'm stuck with a design or anything taking a step back is mm-hmm. like my first thing i'm like wait i've been sitting here for three hours <laughs> let yeah. me get up and like go get a snack mm-hmm. let me just like taking a step away is always the move for creatives yeah. especially so creatives it's so important that it's just as important to work as it is to live your life mm-hmm. because you need to be out in the world to find inspiration to find happiness and joy and mm-hmm. things that you can bring into your creative process so i am here to tell you that you are valid in wanting to step away yes. and take a pause and i think that that's going to be great for your yes your creative process and i'm excited to you know have a new environment have mm-hmm. a new space and i feel obviously very grateful that i have the freedom to be able to do this 
when I freelance, because I freelance, and mm-hmm. I think just like being able to know that it's okay to take advantage of this freedom that I have mm-hmm. through all of this, and to know that okay, is it going to be my highest paying month? No, mm-hmm. obviously not. But that's so okay. <laughs> yeah, um, and I think that also on my uh, business coaching call, this workshop I was in last week talking about looking instead of looking at your income and profits and stuff monthly to really look at it quarterly because Mm. it is so hard to see significant change and trends and things that you're doing when you're just looking at it for 30 days Mm -hmm. like 30 days goes by so fast oh my gosh and especially i mean i pay taxes quarterly Mm -hmm. so to be able to look at things quarterly instead of definitely a good time to to look when you're (laughs) actually taking out money and actually seeing Mm -hmm. what exactly you earn because you could have two months where you have one client a month Mm -hmm. and like you're barely cutting it but maybe your last month of the quarter you start banging out of nowhere yeah and then what you're like oh i was stressing for nothing yeah you have to have faith too that things are gonna work out how they're supposed to work out even if it's you know you go through a dry spell or you are having a time where things may not be thriving like usual you have to trust Mm -hmm. trust the process yeah (laughs) and i think that when you have you kind of have two options when you have a lot of that dead space Mm -hmm. of not a lot of inquiries like you can choose to take that time to do passion projects build your portfolio reach out to people do all the internal stuff for your business Mm -hmm. to hopefully bring in those more of those inquiries or take a step back and do your life stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, fill your time with something that's going to recharge you in some way or re-inspire you in some way. Yeah. And again, that's like one of the major perks about being your own, running your own business, being a freelancer, being a creative professional. You have to take advantage of the freedom that you have. Mm-hmm. And... It's crazy how we're some of the most stressed people, but we have the most freedom to not, yeah, be, <laughs> to not yeah. be stressed. But I don't know. I guess it's just perfectionist syndrome and, you know, type yeah. A personality people. We're always stressed mm-hmm. when we yeah. really don't have to be. <laughs> yeah. These past couple of weeks, I've been really just struggling with my anxiety and my worry. Girl, I same. just feel like I should not. I do not need to be worrying this mm-hmm. much. It is unhealthy. The amount of worry that I have little things too like things that don't even need to be worried about that much yeah I'll like (laughs) obsess about it and worry about it but like I said yeah it is crazy because we have all this like good advice for ourselves but in the moment you're like I'm gonna die (laughs) I'm stressed and I'm gonna try to take it too and the first step is taking off like about a week yeah um and and where are you gonna miss in a week yeah Hopefully, when I get back, I'll have some client inquiries waiting, whatever. But I'll be posting. I'll be saying, I'm out of office, y'all. I'm unpacking. I'm trying to get my life I'm decorating. <laughs> I'm rotting in my bed. Whatever yes. I need to do, I just need. Wait, I why does that sound like the life? Yeah. <laughs> decorating and rotting in your bed. <laughs> Trips to Marshall's and, yeah. and uh, TJ Maxx mm-hmm. and then, like, getting in the bed. Yeah. Okay, wait, speaking of that, though, what's, what are some ideas that you have for your new space? Oh, okay. What vibes are we going yeah. for? <laughs> yeah, so right now in the background of my discovery calls is my bed, mm-hmm. and I don't really like that. Yeah. So I've been doing <laughs> the green screen effect, and, mm. but I'm planning to get an L-shaped desk so I can 
do off a corner in mm-hmm. my room so it's like a little cubicle kind of mm-hmm. and then I kind of want to design blank posters yes so cool like illustration designs with the blank logo yes. to put behind me so, I want to do one yeah I want to make one that would be so yeah. great <laughs> and I want I'm just I'm excited because I feel like my current room, I have a lot of random posters with a lot of random mm-hmm. pictures, blah, blah, blah. I've started taking And they go well now. together, but you want it to be blinkified. I kind of <laughs> want it to be more, I don't know, not prim and proper, but. <laughs> more like, what's the word, like, cohesive co- maybe? Yeah, and I want my posters to be in frames, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. But, yeah, L-shaped desk, I found one on Facebook Marketplace. We love Facebook Marketplace. And uh, I'm just excited to have a new background in my Instagram stories mm-hmm. and I feel like once I get in there I'm gonna be so excited to make TikToks and work process videos and stuff like that yes and the lighting oh, mm-hmm. yeah the good lighting that's gonna be mm-hmm. in there I can't wait for it too what about you how do you, what are you excited for definitely I want to go for the same vibe mm-hmm. I think that you were talking about but I also have always been in love with the cozy bohemian vibes mm-hmm. so a lot of um shaggy fur blankets <laughs> and I people aren't for the beige aesthetic but I love me <laughs> I love me some beige it's, but I like to do pops of color yeah. too so like beige background and then like maybe different patterns mm-hmm. like checkerboard or like um the really tiny dots or like I don't know I like to I like mismatch things but mm-hmm. also like you were saying things that like are more cohesive and go together that you could tell it was kind of curated but yeah I have a lot of different styles I don't even like do design work or anything in the same style mm-hmm. so yeah definitely incorporating a lot of different colors and patterns and things like that into the look of my new space yeah I yeah. think I think I know exactly what you mean when you say you want it to be like when you were saying prim and pop proper but not exactly just like it goes together like it's a professional studio mm-hmm. space I definitely wanna I wanna channel that too. Yes. I'm yeah. excited. And then once I'm back at it, I know I'll feel re-inspired. I'll yes. feel excited. I'll feel like nothing like new to make you inspired. Yes. <laughs> and you know, I have been here in the same spot for three years, mm-hmm. and clutter has become begun to accumulate. Commu- mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm ready for a fresh too many junk drawers okay guys so that wraps up this episode we really hope you enjoyed it if you've been feeling like you've been overwhelmed or maybe you've been falling off a little bit on your business or just in life in general let us know what you're planning to do to get back at it or if you got inspired by our mini list from this episode (laughs) um if it encouraged you to maybe even take a break or um, update that portfolio or set or, some boundaries yes boundaries <laughs> yeah definitely know. let us know we'll probably have a poll or something yeah we'll <laughs> post can, on instagram yes and definitely tag us if you like this episode screenshot your spotify yes. and tag at no revisions pod on instagram and yeah <laughs> yes thank you for listening we will be back probably next week we'll be back when we're back no okay. promises yeah. <laughs> no promises when we get it look we were just saying when y'all get it back together when we get back together we'll be back on our zoom and we'll, yeah, be, we'll, be, back on our zoom. <laughs> we'll be ready to give you guys another episode on another friday yes <laughs> all right bye bye